Hi, and welcome to Tangent Ever After, the podcast about storytelling. My name is Lucas, and I heavily regret the events of last week. Joining me today is my is one of my best friends, Ben. Hi, I'm Ben, and I've picked a peck of pickled peppers. The topic today is Disney! Yay! Jeez, you don't have to sound so happy about it. <laughs> I, I, I am... It's in the contract that anytime you talk about Disney, you gotta be happy, or all kinds of SJW. I never signed a contract, so I'm good. Uh, I, I I'm gonna get my check in the mail um at some point this week. Um, so we're gonna just start off with um, what do you like about Disney, Ben? And just in general, not the the topics haven't officially started yet. Oh, um. Well, in the grand scheme of things, they put out really good movies. But that's mm, about it, <laughs> actually. I don't know. I've seen Home on the Range. I said generally speaking. Well, that's true. I think my thing is um, Disney is known for quality with a few parts in the, in, along the road. <laughs> So we're just going to start off with um, just Disney through the years, the classic movies, the late 80s, early 90s renaissance, um, some live action stuff, and what they're doing now. All so right. let's start with classic Disney. So funny thing, Walt Disney did not make Disney for children, believe it or not. I mean, they were included, but um, that was not his intended audience completely. Well, a lot of the early cartoons weren't... Uh intended for kids in, in general. I mean, n- n- not just strictly Disney. I mean, that's something that uh, cuts across, you know, uh, animation as a whole. I think we were talking about it last week where um, Walt Disney teamed up with uh, what was his name again? Dolly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's a really crazy short. I've seen it once and I really want, I'll probably see it again. I was supposed to see it sometime during this week, but I've um, uh, crazy things that have been happening in my life. The good kind of crazy, though. The fun kind. Yeah. Uh, I'd say my favorite... I have a few favorite Disney classics. I think one of them... Two of them are Cinderella and... Um, what is it called again? Um, Robin Hood, because hmm. my dad got me bootlegs of those. I think they were bootlegs <laughs> when I was a kid. Bootleg VHS tapes. On oh, this bootleg of the classic Winnie the Pooh. Uh, good old Winnie the Pooh. I was misled about how wonderful honey would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we all were. It's like, oh honey, and then you taste it. And it's like this is just sticky. <laughs> like um, it tastes good when you add it to stuff like to ice yeah, cream. Yeah, but you like you're not gonna sit there and eat it eat it out of it out of a a pot with your bare hand. <laughs> bare hand. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Like, I just remember I tried that. Just squeeze, squeeze it into my mouth. I was like, "Blah." <laughs> yeah. What are your favorite? Oh, like Cinderella. Um, before I move on to that, I just um, I just have fond of memories of Cinderella and Robin Hood, just because they're. A... I, I suppose I, I I can only think of a handful of movies in that era, but I the Pinocchio is what stands out to me because I think I remember that that was maybe one of the first few we had on VHS. Right, right. Um, I don't know how you were as a toddler and as a kid, but um, my parents were broke. <laughs> so well, I really, heavily appreciate them having those select movies for me and putting up with me watching them over and over. 
Well, I mean, all kids watch the same movies over and over again. Uh, sort of the basis of childhood. <laughs> At least to it's a certain actually, age. It was actually pretty cool because like my brother, my brothers would have me would exclusively ask me to watch kid movies with their kids because I still have the ability to watch movies over and over and over. So it's like during the whole Frozen Big Hero 6 era, it was like, we need you to watch this movie with these kids again. Yeah, sure. Yeah, my, my four-year-old niece's favorite movie is Frozen, and I still have not seen it and refused to. You need to let that go. <laughs> Uh, but yes, I uh, I think it was somewhere between Pinocchio and, and Snow White were were probably sort of the ones that I remember the most from 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 the like the real old movies. But uh, Disney for me really starts with uh, the mid to late Renaissance of of the uh, the nineties. Yeah, um, I will say that the way of Pinocchio, and this is weird because I loved whales as a kid and as an adult. Like I almost became, I almost went to the study of whale biology. <laughs> But that whale terrified me. <laughs> I don't know why, but Snow White also terrified me as a kid. I don't. I can't well, I mean, why? I mean, all Disney movies have, have at least, well, not all. Most Disney movies have some level of scary crap in them. Like, I don't know. I think it's just the idea of like a little lady killing me. Um, I know how the original story goes and what really happened, but. <laughs> There are a few, there are a handful of live action Disney movies that I like from the old era too. I liked all the Escape to Witch Mountain movies, and I like that they kept it in the same continuity with all the sequels, even though they're like ten years apart. I've never even heard of that. Really? Yeah. News that's new to me. Let me see. Okay, well, um, I am going to find a way to gift you Disney Plus, and you're gonna have to watch a lot of movies. <laughs> I already I'm already have a list of movies to watch. I don't need any more. Well, I do need more, but but not not those kind. <laughs> mm, uh, some of the live action movies are pretty good. Um, you are a big fan of one of them. Well, newer ones, sure. Oh no, some of the old ones are actually pretty darn good. Um, I know the Black Hole is. It was a box office bomb, but it was all kinds of creepy. The Black Hole. The Black Hole. Never heard of that one either. I feel like I'm a hipster now. <laughs> you, you might be. I mean, okay. So, um... do, do, do you need uh, do you need a man bun and a joint? <laughs> oh gosh, never say those words to me again, please. <laughs> okay, so I guess we're now going to move on to the Renaissance. Um... Funny confession, I had never seen The Little Mermaid, but I was obsessed with the TV show. I don't know, it's weird that I wanted to go into all these studies of marine biology, and I live right next to an island, but I can't swim. <laughs> I I had a marine biology cake for a couple of years, until I went scuba diving and, all, and having fish circle me scared the crap out of me. Oh my god, you've been scuba diving? Yeah, briefly. You must tell me of this later. <laughs> okay. The sensation of. Oh shoot! Not of... scuba diving, snorkeling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bad memory That's right there. That's impressive. Yeah. That's slightly less snorkeling. Impressive. Um. So yeah, I I think my favorite Renaissance eras were Beauty and the Beast because that was like one of the first entry drug 
items for me to become an artist. Mulan, and I feel bad about it now because it's an awesome movie still, but like, it is not the best movie to talk about, and it's Pocahontas. <laughs> can you paint with all the colors of the wind? I know we can. <laughs> Alright, that's an awesome song, but I'm just like, ooh, they're never going to touch this for the live-action remake, are they? Oh, no, of course not. I mean, no. <laughs> yeah. Um... I mean, even with the Aladdin adaptation, they had to change some things that they definitely couldn't have gotten away with uh, now. Speaking of, no, why don't you go first? You say your favorite um, live-action adaptions. Well, I, we're still talking about the yeah, Renaissance. Like, Renaissance. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, yeah, way to get ahead of yourself. Way to go. Um, well, I kind of already teased it, mentioned here, but uh, Aladdin was like my favorite movie when I was a kid. That was that was the movie I watched on repeat over and over again. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I don't know if I, I was, if they t- took me to the theater, because I would have been really young. But I, I remember getting that movie and its subsequent two sequel, sequels on VHS that I just adored. Um, not really going to talk about the sequels, because those are in a, in a kind of a different category of, of them banking off of the same uh, franchises. Um, I was never a huge fan of The Lion King, but I remember seeing it a lot. Um, that was my brother's favorite, The Lion King. Shoot, what else did we have? the The one that I I remembered I liked, but I know nothing about anymore, was The Fox and the Hound. And I, for the life of me, cannot. For, I, I have no idea what that movie was really about anymore. I'd probably have to go back and watch it again. But I know I used to really love it when I was little. That's still kind of a classic movie, but um, is it? I just remember. It was made pre ninety, so I'm gonna call it a classic. Um, okay. One of the more obscure animated movies I really like that just came right before the Renaissance is The Great Mouse Detective and The Black Cauldron. Oh, the Black Cauldron actually is a movie I do need to see. I have it on DVD, so um, next I, time I remember. I, <laughs> I I remember seeing previews of it when it. Because because they were re- like I guess that's why we had Fox and the Alex. They were doing the big re-release in on VHSs when they were in those big foam boxes. Because um, that's how a lot of the ones we have probably still do have floating around. But because um, uh, I, I remember that one, and that, I think to one of the opening previews, the way they used to do that, and they still think do it a little bit on the DVDs, but not as much. Uh, not 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 the way it was on the on the old VHS tapes though. Oh, you mean like the way they would say coming soon? Like either either coming with... soon or or coming soon to home video, and and the Black Cauldron was one of them. But yeah, we were we're really dating ourselves, being like that. I mean, like that was like their their number one way to like announce new projects because it was, we're pre-internet times. So it's like how do you get it out there? It's one well, of the trailer in the movies, but like you know, you put them on the the previews to uh, on the. Uh, on the VHS releases, like that got got everybody hyped for it. So you can say, I do know that the Black Cauldron is kind of like a mini regret of Disney because it was their first book to film, one of their first book to film adaptions. Mm-hmm. And not only did it bomb, but it was like their first PG movie. So it's just like we're gonna put decaying corpses, we're gonna <laughs> have the feeling literally get ripped to pieces. 
Yeah, I remember seeing at least some of the previews of it. I was like, this looks cool, but also kind of scary. And like, um, it, it, it's, I'm not going to show it to my kids, to my brother's kids anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's, there's some that you probably should hold back. I think even these days, Pocahontas might not be something to show to kids anymore. They still show it on Thanksgiving on Disney Channel for some reason. Oh. You know, I mean, it, it it is a modern, well, sort of modern classic, Renaissance classic. I don't know how to. I mean, I, I, I enjoy, I really enjoy it, despite it being horrible historical revisionism. <laughs> but it's oh, like, yeah. it's it's still a fun movie. I just know my parents did not like it because they were. They got things before I did, and they were adults, and it was like, let's well, just buy the darn yeah. movies. I was shut up. And um, I just remember I did not want to see it again after I found out Pocahontas is a real person and that she died far away from her family and friends. Well, again, histor- what I just said about historical revisionism. But it's yeah. a, but it's still a fun movie. Standalone, yeah. outside of the, outside of the, the, yay, playful nonsense that disney made and made that story but i mean start to finish it's still enjoyable and i was actually really happy when i got to meet paige o'hara um a few years ago she is the voice of bell and um i told her that i made my poor father watch beauty and beast over and over and over because once again we did not have that right variety of movies so <laughs> we had three i don't know but we had a lot of this our old vhs tapes were were like we had like a uh, it had a Charlie Brown thing that was a collection of shorts, Aww. um, whole bunch of Winnie the Pooh. Like, oh man, so much Winnie the Pooh. There's Pooh everywhere. I remember there was a a Disney sing along VHS too. Oh, they still make those. Oh, I know. They they do them in theaters. It's ridiculous. I know it was the Frozen one. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what was I gonna say? So uh, coming out of the Renaissance, I suppose. Well, there's still a few more. Um, I really liked Mulan. Uh, to me, it's the best example of the hero story. Yeah, it's probably their best version of the hero story from the era. Yeah, because um, I mean, it could be argued that Hercules is also a hero story, but it's like he did it. That to you that, because... that that movie's very odd. It's it's. I think it's that movie's funnier as an adult. Especially knowing that James Woods is is Hades, it's just ridiculous. I heard that he would do the part for free, no matter what. Yeah, I'm sure. Like he went on House of Mouse's Hades, and he did it for Kingdom Hearts, but I've never played Kingdom Hearts, so Hmm. me. Is Leland Stitch part of the Renaissance? Because I that Um, that's I think that's kind of classifies as the late era. Cause there was there was instead trying to think the ones that existed before like because well I well, there was Toy Story but Toy they didn't start doing full CG stuff until a few movies like by by the time like two, Toy Story two came out then they were like pushing to full CG I'm thinking Lilo like, and Stitch might have came out after Toy Story but I'm not positive it came out after Toy Story but Toy Story is more of like Pixar and Pixar Disney's like to Pixar is like we see potential in you right. If we give you these bucks, we'll see what happens. Yeah, and then they then 
Pixar basically took over as the animation studio for Disney. Mostly. Mostly, like um, like I know they still experimented with two D animation, like Princess and the Frog, and Winnie well, that's that's very new by comparison. I know that they were gonna try to get their experiment to see if like crowds would still be attracted to two D animation, and unfortunately, Princess and the Frog and Winnie the Pooh was not enough to get people into the theaters. Well, I mean, the story still has to be good. You can't just be like, well, two D animation for the sake of two D animation. I mean. They were decent stories. I think the problem with Pooh was that um, a Harry Potter movie came out that same weekend, so... Yeah, that could be a thing, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pooh was great. Um, I don't... <laughs> Sorry. We'll talk about Harry Potter later, people. Oh, you, you might. I, I have little opinion on the, on the franchise. Late era was... I just have a happy fond memories of Lilo and Stitch because it's the it's that one time where like they made sequels and it gave it an animated series and it didn't suck. I I I didn't see Lilo and Stitch until actually a couple of years ago. What? Um, it just it wasn't wasn't on the radar. It wasn't really on my radar at the time. Um. So uh, and and yeah, even see like I mean I can see why it, it was it was popular then and still kind of is now. It just doesn't do a lot for me. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say about that. Okay, well, <laughs> let's see. Live other live action Disney movies that I like. Before you move on to a certain Pixar um, sub thing, subtopic. Um, I really like Hocus Pocus. I know that it has a decent-sized fandom, big enough to get them a sequel. I haven't, I haven't seen that either. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I wasn't a huge like. There, there was the Disney, the, the animated Disney movies, and then I started watching just like actual regular live-action movies. And I didn't, I didn't really go back to animation uh, as, as a whole until college. I mean, I only saw really even a handful of the uh, the animated or the three D animated Disney m- movies uh, in in between. Like I, I um, like for for me, the what brought me back to watching Disney movies was Wally, because a friend of mine who was in, uh, studying animation at the time uh, was like, "You need to watch this. It's really good," and that kind of got me back into it. But yeah, a lot of the the in between Disney stuff from like the uh, the two thousands, I did not see, especially not in their era. Alright, alright. Um, I will admit that I kind of started skipping out on movies like um, I skipped out on Brother Bear and Home on the Range because I just thought by the time Brother Bear came out, I was just I kind of realized that there was a lather, rinse, repeat to Disney movies. Right. That's that's why that's why Pixar was such a breath of fresh air because they decided to do more with story than just like yeah, lather, rinse, repeat. I suppose. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I did not like Toy Story, and I'm still waiting for my sequel to A Bug's Life. <laughs> Bug's Life was a fun movie. It was. With a um, with a pretty minimal story, but it was it, it, it's fun character-wise from start to finish. I, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, and, and I mean, I... I appreciate Toy Story, but it's definitely not my favorite uh, of, of any... Of, 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 of in the grand scheme of the Pixar movie, it's definitely not my favorite. Actually, I like the second one, 
And God forbid somebody punts me down on this one. I have not seen the third one. Uh, I skipped the third one and just saw the <laughs> Oh, that's right. There was a fourth one. So I, okay. I, yeah, it's just because <laughs> everyone's like, oh, the third one was the best one and whatever. I don't know. I, after two, I was like, I kind of don't care about these characters anymore. Yeah, two is kind of there's closure. You don't need to see anymore. Yeah. Uh, my favorite Pixar movie would be. I still like Finding Nemo. Um, I have not seen Finding Dory. <laughs> I have not seen Finding Dory. But Finding Nemo is another one of those ones that I didn't watch until college because it was one of those ones. Just again, just you know, the, it it, know beca- it became the era of, of like, eh, Disney movie, whatever. It was the last movie I saw before I had that mentality of whatever. Um, and then they reeled me back in with Enchanted. I tell you the one that really impressed me. I'm surprised that it did. Again, like not seeing these until way later, was uh, Tangled. That one was Which really is, good. It's, it's extraordinarily dumb, but for whatever reason, I I just enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Um, I enjoyed it too. Um, it freaked me out a little bit because um, it was I saw it right when I started painting, and I was hanging all of my paintings along the walls of my room, and then I saw she painted the walls of her room. Was like. Oh dear. Well, I mean, oh dear. Depends on if you want to take the prison metaphor there or not. But uh... um, I had one of my siblings had to sit me down and say, "You are fine." <laughs> um, jeez, oh, what are the other ones that I kind of really liked? Yeah, like, like Wally I... was such a turning point. It really because was, because um... I mean, what like what they did, not only as as an homage to Space Odyssey, but but. Uh, just the the level of just atmosphere and detail and all the little. I mean, I mean, uh, Pixar movies as a whole. There's a lot of little details, but that movie did something really spectacular with all the little details. And and it's I would say it's the, oh, it's, it's the first Disney movie as an adult that I laughed at. I will say that um, it is the best Disney Pixar movie. With a green Aesop, where um, it it wasn't the first movie to make me care about the environments, but it was just like, oh, oh, this is good. This is not like from Gully where it's just garbage. <laughs> and um, it's shockingly, I'll consider it one of Disney's more religious movies, where um, you just notice small metaphors that I plant, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Yeah. And some of the Renaissance films have that as well, but uh, not to the level that a lot of the newer Pixar newer Pixar films do. I will say that I'm. Sh- I wish I had seen Cars sooner because um, because I liked it more than I expected, and my dad and I are big fans of James Taylor, and thank God he got to see the movie because it's one of the few cartoon movies he liked <laughs> when I was adult. See, now Cars is one that I also didn't see for a long time, but I also didn't. I didn't really care for it. It just didn't do anything for me. Mm. Because there, there's, I, I guess the one thing that bothered me the most was uh, the, there's a whole implication of like new cars and baby cars and like the age of cars. And it's like, there's, there's something fundamentally wrong with something in this equation. And I have no idea what it is. And it's just, there's a whole, there's a weird mental disconnect to the, to the, 
to that entire world that it just it really puts me off. Let go of it. <laughs> um, I I uh, wish I liked Brave more because I really, really wanted to like it, and then it's like yes, that is that is a movie I wanted to like, and then they d- disappointed me highly after the like first a... third of that movie, and I know what they did with it, but still. <sighs> Like um, I appreciate it for what it is, but I was expecting so much more. Uh, just remembered one, uh, Monsters Inc. Mike Wazowski, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> um, I did not see that one until it was about DVD, and I was about fifteen. I think it's the only one I probably saw in college at some point. Um. um I I I, th- I, th- I think that was just a a well assembled voice cast for that movie yeah because the story uh, it's an impressive story but it's not like no but but the the character dynamic between um i remember the actors i don't remember the (laughs) but uh uh between john goodman and um shoot now i can't remember the other guy's name i want to kick myself hang on Hang on, we have the end. Because he's, you know, he's the same guy that played Calcifer in, in *Hell's Moving Castle*, the English version. Hang on, Billy Crystal, got it, got it, got it, got it. Just had to think about it for a second. Yeah, but yeah, their their voice dynamics together, uh, really, uh, I mean, they they probably were not in the same room recording their lines, but uh, I I totally believe that friendship between them, and, it's, and I thought, thought that was really good. I was gonna say, I saw a monster the prequel on uh, *Monsters University*, and it's like. Well, okay. My problem, I, I've I've seen a smattering of clips from that movie, and my problem with that movie is that it completely undermines a single line from Monsters Inc. And the line in Monsters Inc. Uh, implies that uh, the two the two monsters had been friends since third grade. But then Monsters Inc. or Monsters University implies that they met in college, and it's like, well, no, you cannot have your cake and eat it too, because you totally forgot what you wrote the first time. Way to go! I think it was just lazy writing because people wanted a Monsters Inc. sequel, but they didn't. They had already resolved the problem, and they didn't know how to continue on the story. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I feel like it's lazy writing. A little yeah, bit, because I feel like there could have been a better sequel that actually was a sequel, but yeah, yeah. whatever. And then I remember being shocked that there was a movie called Planes, and I was like, "When did this come out?" Huh? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. So, um... all right, let's talk know. about the elephant in the room, Francine. Francine, <laughs> happy birthday! Birthday. Ah, Zootopia, uh, yes, movie. Zootopia is the is the movie that make made me start really loving Disney movies again, uh, right. and it's probably to this day one of my all time favorite movies. And I I love that it's not a musical. I mean, a lot of the other recent ones have not been musicals either, but I really love that that they went out of their way to poke fun at that. Oh yeah, and sure. and and really... like and, and also we're like I I call it the best. It's one of the best Disney movies because it's definitely not a kids movie, but it's still a kids movie. 
and they even did this thing where um i don't know if you ever noticed this but if you're watching like a dreamworks movie they always end their movies with a dance party <laughs> and they stole that ending with a dance party at a concert uh, i don't know if that stole it but um what was i gonna say well not stolen but like um it was just something i observed when i was watching us oh oh they did that thing yeah, that's probably the uh, the one thing that I wish they wouldn't have done. But at the same time, it's like I'm not sure how else you could have ended ended that, other than how they, you know, the, the the previous scene. But yeah, I I I loved that movie so much. I bought it on DVD and then I bought the art book for it because I just fell in love with that world and I cannot wait for the sequel because I know they're going to bring in one. Um, I. I spent a long time looking for decals to make my phone look like a look like um Judy's phone. <laughs> She's got to get that PB and J network too. Yeah, and they actually did very subtle small things. Like um, for one thing, if you pay attention to where they Judy puts her earphones, um, she actually puts them in her ears, and for the longest yes. time. If you pay attention to, uh, oh god, I can't think I'm going to say this, furry fiction in the past. <laughs> there, there's, well, even in, like, other kids' shows, they'll, they'll just, like, put the earphones on their head, but their ears will be up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, my, th my thing with the, the earphone thing was was she's scrolling through her iPod, there, there's, like, this list of, of band names, and they're, and they're all animal puns. And it's one of the things that you can't you can't really catch like you might catch one or two of them but you don't see all of them unless you go back and like really watch it slowly and it's really fun oh yeah there's so many puns in that movie and then they even did a shout out to the godfather which is not at all yeah like it's like like what little kid's gonna get that none of them it's there for the adults i mean but most of the stuff in that movie is there for the adults i remember my dad just he tried to play it off as a chuckle but it was not a chuckle when he saw that scene <laughs> You came here in the day my daughter used to be married. And, um, my only disappointment in the Blu-ray is that I'm a sucker for bonus features, and I wanted bonus features of, like, Ryan Gold, Floatsen, Pig Hero 6. I wanted those <laughs> as, like... Yeah. I would have appreciated if they had gone out and, like, animated shorts of those. What, the cover wasn't good enough for you? Yeah, you, I, 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 also, I, I, lo I love that they're like, I've got stuff that has not even been released yet. Like, if, like, and that was their their way of teasing. Their, like, that was fantastic. I know, it's kind of funny because they did this double pun. Um, uh, Meowana, I think, was one of them because that was that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, that movie has so much singing. <laughs> yeah, it's another uh, one I've only seen clips of. I haven't seen that one yet. It's funny, they actually did a double joke, because in Frozen, they had a character named Duke Wesselton, but everyone pronounced it as Duke Weaselton. That's, yeah. I, I I I got the joke later once I heard somebody talk about it, and I'm like, okay, well, whatever. And they're both voiced by the same dude. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, fun fact, my friend Sister Monica, who's now Mother Superior, went to school with Shakira in Colombia. I feel like we don't tangent enough. I don't know. Kind of had a had a few uh, few at least one or two at the top of the show there. That's true. Um, okay, so here's my thing about Pixar is that um, 
I am very impressed at how good it looks now. <laughs> Especially with Soul. Oh, yes. Um, we're going to devote a whole episode to Soul, though, aren't we? Yeah, we are, okay. but I'm just going to say it looks damn good. And um, I used yeah. to play Onyx. I was not good at it. But I actually recognize the brand that the performer is using, so props to you, Disney and Pixar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, also, I mean, technology has improved a ton since, you know, Toy Story 1 and 2, so there's that, too. Right, and um, so we're going to move on to a not-so-fun topic of the live-action remakes. Uh, 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 I'm going to say... <laughs> Maleficent and Cinderella were pretty good, but when I saw Beauty and the Beast and I was like, I walked out of the theater like, eh, I was convinced that this little shtick was not shtick. Be so great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I appreciate what they're trying to do with with the ideas of it, but at the same time, it's like, don't why are you screwing with something that's already good? And when I can't figure out, it's like, you take a movie that uh, what are the, a lot of the animated ones are probably no more than 90 minutes. Uh, a lot of them are just closer to like 130, I think. Um, actually, wait a minute. No, not 130 is too long. Wait a minute. 90? Yeah, I think they're closer to 90. 80, 80, 85, 90. 90. Yeah. Uh, so you take that and you stretch it into a two and a half hour movie and somehow break the plot in some ways and add you add stuff in like they're like i think all of them have at least one new musical number which doesn't feel like it fits with the other ones and it's like i don't i don't know how you take a, a formula that was good and throw a wrench in it and screw like i don't i can't figure that out i remember back when they started um author and video essayist lindsay ellis um had said that's pretty much disney because they stopped doing the direct-to-DVD sequels. Right. And to make that same kind of money, that that's why they started doing live-action remakes. Hmm. So, like, that's her theory, and I'm just like, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Do you mean stop, stop gaps between the, the big films, you know? Yeah, and um, they're not... Like, it's the same thing as the Disney sequels. They're not bad, but it's like... I don't, I don't know. know. Some of them are kind of... I, I really wanted to like the live action Aladdin movie, and it's I got a thought... couple of it's got a couple of really great things about it, but not enough. I just remember um, I saw a preview for Pete's Dragon. They were playing it up like as like the ultimate classic. I was like, um, it's an okay movie, but I don't think it has that strong of a fan base to play it up as like yeah. an epic. For sure. And um, like I said, with I had, I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast, but I just like that was my point. I was like, I'm never going to be impressed by these, am I? And then I had very high hopes for Mulan, and I hated it. <laughs> I think everybody hated that. I didn't. I didn't watch it. I was. I was already on the fence because they're like, "Hey, we're not including Mushu," and I'm like, "Well, that's half the 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 freaking movie." Like um, they're trying to draw, play it out as like a historical drama, focusing more on the actual movie. Yeah. Tale. We tried and this already, Disney. You're good. not good with history. We learned this and in Pocahontas. <laughs> it was just not good. Um, they have an amazing score though. I really like the extended version of 
um, reflection. Yeah. Here's the good thing about um, uh, even movies that are terrible, a lot of them actually just end up having good music at the very least. Yeah, for sure. Um, it reminds me, um, going on to our next subtopic, how about this? Darn good singles are Oscar worthy. <laughs> Which singles? Um, oh, the, like in, like individual like in, individual songs from for movies. Like thing? the songs you know from movies. Like let's say, I'm singing Reflection. And it's like ooh, hold on, here's your Oscar. Cause the wind Oscar. Actually, I don't know those songs got Oscars after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, are you thinking scores? Or are you thinking more like the? Like the main theme, like like how "Let It Go" was the frozen one, or uh, uh, "Try Anything" was like the main driving theme th through Zootopia. Or, you know, like, or are you thinking more? Well, there's scores, and then there's like what you because I do enjoy movies, movie, movie scores. But and then there's like the single from the movie, like "Let It Go" and um, "Try Anything." Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know. I mean. I'm not a fan of the, the big award show things in the first place. I, I think they're pretty meaningless. Um, just, you know, Hollywood giving themselves their own pats on the back, you know. I mean, finding new talent to sing, even though you never hear from them again. Well, only, only so. to, you only never hear from them again if, you know, they, you know, leave it at that, but, you know. That's true. Um, I I you know what so, I tell you what it, it kind of reminds me of is um, like the individual songs for movies like that is uh, uh, the opening title sequences to James Bond movies. I haven't seen any because like every every movie has like this long opening title sequence and they got some singer either of the era or previous era or up and coming or whatever to do to do like that opening song. Um, and so, yeah, like there's, the, I'm trying to think. The, the only one that I know of is uh, Adele and, um, yeah, which, which was, I think the last one I saw and she actually and didn't even, I mean, not, not that Adele's terrible, but, uh, as of opening James Bond movie, uh, uh, thing, it, it wasn't definitely wasn't one of the better ones. Um, and I remember hearing the Diana of the day theme and, I was not impressed. But that I is that is that is James Bond that is, that is also not one of the good ones. I have not seen any of the plain so yeah. sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> well, different different yeah. times. Um, yeah, I, th I think I think when I stopped watching Disney movies, I started getting into like James Bond and movies on cables, watching with my dad and stuff, so that's kind of where Yeah, that's that's where my mind, mind shifted anyway. Uh, I watched action movies and um, I got exposed to the Kill Bill, which one day we will discuss. Because um, it's my favorite movie to de-stress to. Interesting. <laughs> um, okay, so speaking of killing, who's your favorite Disney villain? Oh, man. <laughs> I think I'll um, go first. Yeah, go ahead, because I gotta think. Um, so I'm gonna just go based on how scary they were. Um 
the evil queen and Maleficent terrified me just because one flat out wanted to kill an innocent girl that was her stepdaughter. And the other one was actually in Allegiance of Satan, even though the worst he just like ruined another fairy's flowers. <laughs> and then they also had Charm Bog, who they described as Satan himself. <laughs> I don't want to go with Jafar, but I think I have to. Well, I mean, he's yeah, he's maniacal and evil, but he's also like cold and calculating, and he can put on the 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 face of like he he can play it up to to be like oh sure and this and you know play the good guy, but meanwhile he's dastardly behind closed doors, you know. Yeah, that's true, and um, well, there's. <laughs> I think everybody's a little bit a fan of Sid from Toy Story. Because he's just I'm... a terrible child. <laughs> I had a neighbor like him who always tried stealing my stuff to, like, mess with it. And it got to the point where where my parents were just, um... Our parents banned from him from the house for a good five years. And even to, went up to his parents and said, we don't want your child near us. Your child is a horrible person. He's going to grow up to be a serial killer. Get Keep him away from our son. That's probably what they were worried about. Also, you you know you know, Sid from Toy Story grew up to be just a villain in one of the other like Pixar movies. Like, no question. Um, like I said, I haven't seen Toy Story 3, but he does pop up <laughs> as a garbage man. Ah, that's funny. It really is. As long as he's not taken out. Uh, never mind. I'm not finishing that sentence. That's it's about to get a lot, a lot darker. Wow, I'm a scary villains. Um, I'm trying to think of like villains, but like a lot of them are not really allowed to be so evil, just to imply to be evil. Yeah. Well, I was thinking. Uh, I was thinking. I was thinking about Wally because I mean, there's there's the computer, but the villain is actually more. Just uh, humanity she, like humanity's apathy, you know. Yeah. And I, and I like I like that more ambiguous. Uh, villainousness. I mean, there's yeah, st- there's still the baddie of that, but at the same time, like uh, so much of it is just like indifference. And yeah, and I and I just, and I just job. Yeah, but it's like I I love the. I love that there's the the real villain is in that in that is just like time and and figuring out like for your like your own store and that kind of thing so and um they don't really they haven't really had a bad villain since mother gothel like she was just like her thing was i want to stay young looking and live forever and 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 also control you like but like they she didn't want to give up the flower and then they found the flower by chance yeah Probably one of the new, newer, more terrifying ones. Moana didn't really have a villain. It's like, oh no, the goddess. She just needs her thing back, and then she'll be good again. I forgot her name. I'm sorry. I don't know. You, you, you've already told me more about that movie than I know. So it's really good. It'll, it'll be one of those ones that, yeah, eventually when I'm bored, I'll get get around to it. Um. 
I think I just know a lot about it because my friend had a had that as a theme for her daughter's first birthday. <laughs> So I think we've we've I think we've run through the timeline. Yes. With um, with the exception of Soul, and we apologize, but that's that's getting its own episode because it has to. And I have not seen Raya and the Last Dragon yet. I really want to. I will hopefully see it this weekend. Uh, I'm not on a timetable for it, but I do have uh, I do have it on my radar. Um, like I said on our first episode, I try to view things legally. I have nothing against people. <laughs> you 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 say, you say that after you said your dad bootlegged VHSs for you or whatever. Really? I don't know that for sure. They could have been totally legal copies. <laughs> Total legal copies from Blockbuster that were made in somebody's basement. That's a possibility. <laughs> um, I, as an adult that knows better. I mean, I won't judge you if you do. Um, I'll just turn a blind eye. It's like, okay, I'm gonna go pray. I'm gonna go watch Leland Stitch on my DVD. <laughs> uh, before, nope, nope, that's it. Um, where can they find you, Ben? Uh places. <laughs> um. You can find me online at uh, cinderblockstudios.com. Uh, over on the links page, you can link out to all of the other places I am online, uh, including uh, Facebook, YouTube, DeviantArt, uh, SoundCloud, uh, uh, other places. I can't remember them all off the top of my head. Twitter, that, that's in there. Instagram, okay. yeah, all right. <laughs> and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LucasGoArt underscore 46. We do have our own Twitter now. It is, it is at Tangent EA Pod altogether. You can find us on SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good night. And if you wish upon stars, um, try to fix up that global climate change issue, please. And if you're acknowledging the ele- elephant in the room, make sure you wish them a happy birthday. <laughs>